0: Hello and welcome back to a brand new DNF1 F1 podcast. I hope that you're all doing well and thank you as always for being here. It's great to have you along for a bit of F1 chat and discussion. And we are doing an emergency pod. We don't often do these, but breaking news has occurred in the F1 world. So it's only fitting that we try and give our take on this and talk about it with you guys. And that is, of course, the breaking news regarding the future of the Spanish Grand Prix. Now, of course, at this point in time, we know that we've got the Spanish Grand Prix at Barcelona. That continues to go on until at least 2026. But we've got the news coming in regarding the future of the Madrid Grand Prix. Now, of course, we heard rumours about the prospect of a Grand Prix taking place in the Spanish capital. That news has been confirmed today with the track going on in Madrid. Now, specifically speaking, this isn't directly in Madrid. This is more close to the city centre, around half an hour from the city centre. However, It's another street track, sort of not a street track, a bit of a hybrid, but you know, we'll get into all of that and everything that has come from this news and our thoughts exactly. And joining me on this podcast to go through all of that is Lee Wallington. Lee, first of all, how are you doing, mate? And what are your original thoughts? What are your first thoughts, I should say, regarding the news that Madrid is finally getting a Formula One race?
1: Well, firstly, I'm good. Thank you for asking, Adam, and I hope you are as well. Um my initial thoughts were apart from it's been the, one of the worst kept secrets in Formula One, so you knew it was coming eventually. It was quite negative. I'm not um, I'm not happy with the announcement. Um the track layout or, I'm not sure much about the track, layout, but the track location, it's I don't think it's what Formula One needs as a, a venue. Um Uh, I just think it's completely unnecessary for the sport, in my personal opinion.
0: Yeah, it's uh, depending on what your take is on street circuits versus non-street circuits. Now, the wording of the article from F1 and from a lot of journalists that have had a lot to say on this, based on what the track layout that's been proposed from Madrid, is that this isn't exactly a street circuit, but it's also not a permanent circuit. It's a bit of a hybrid. I think... If we were to compare it to an existing race on the calendar, we'd probably be looking at Miami as an example of what Madrid are kind of going for here. But for all intents and purposes, I think this is kind of more of a street circuit than a permanent one. Because when you take a permanent circuit somewhere like, I don't know, Silverstone, Imola, Belgium, Spa, for example and then you compare it to a street circuit like Monaco or Singapore, for example, it's more closer to the street circuit than the non-street circuit. So I think for all intents and purposes, we'll treat this like a Miami-type circuit, just for the benefit of the argument, so that some people are saying, oh, well, this isn't a complete street circuit. I mean, it kind of is, but, you know, by definition, it's a bit of a hybrid. And as a result, it's another edition of another track of this nature, a street circuit-like track on the calendar, when fans have been quite vocal against adding more street circuits. I mean, I think this will be the eighth one on the calendar once this Madrid Grand Prix takes place. And I think you've got right now, just naming off the top of my head, we've got obviously Miami, we've mentioned, Vegas, Monaco, Singapore, Baku, uh, that's five, obviously the Madrid one. What are the other two? Uh, did we say Singapore? Yeah. said Singapore. I'm trying to figure the other two. Yeah. Um, Oh God, I did have it actually. You know what? Rather than try and remember this because I'm terrible when it comes to these things, I'm going to check my phone because I did make a note of which ones they were. Uh, oh yeah, I've got well, technically Melbourne as well and uh, and Jeddah, of course. How could I forget Jeddah? So there we go. That, that will be the eighth one on the calendar when this race comes around. And as you said, Lee, you, you've had a lot of Thoughts on this? We knew that this news was probably going to be announced at some point soon. We had been hearing rumors for a while that Madrid was going to have a race in the capital. I mean, what are your thoughts regarding another street circuit in F1? It does feel right now that Liberty Media, or at least within the Liberty Media era, the onus does seem to be on getting more street circuits on the calendar rather than perhaps what the fans want, and that's more permanent circuit races.
1: Yeah, I. The, the way I see it from two things is from, obviously, from Liberty, they want to have greater viewership, greater attendance, bring the sport to the fans, similar to how that formulary have um, gone about their races. Instead of having a dedicated circuit in the middle of nowhere that you don't have no transport links and you've got horrible traffic um, situations because you go down country lanes that can't handle 100,000 people once a year. Um, so from their side of things obviously more revenue more money that's a big thing so from their side it makes sense but from the fans side of it I'm not a fan of it's not a car park it's around a a exhibition centre and um, to the northeast of Madrid as you said already half hour out it's by um, the airport Um, so it's not even in the city centre And I call it. It's not in the car park, but I call it a car park race. Miami Grand Prix is a car park race. It's not in Miami. It's in a car park, Um, where it's. If you're in a proper street circuit, for me, you get the the main aspects of the the, the, um, the street or the city, I should say. So you look at Monaco. You go through all the main areas of Monaco. You look at Vegas, and that went down the strip. Um. You've got Baku, and that goes through the the old city. Melbourne, obviously, it's in the park, but the skyline is there. You can see the city. Madrid, it's half hour out by the airport. You don't see any of the main landmarks, landmarks on Madrid, similar to Miami. You know, panor- panoramic camera shots will give you any scenery or scenery or, or skyline on Madrid because uh, Madrid is pretty flat, um, and the so, it, right, so they've got a few skyscrapers, but you may see them at a very far distance. But there's only four towers, and it, but that's to the other side of the city. So it's I don't think there's any value if they did the the Grand Prix down Gran Vía or, or Castellana in the center of Madrid. Then great, you you've got in the main landmarks of the city, you're bringing the sport to the fans. Yes, the organisers are talking about. Are there net zero credibility and having most people attend the race by public transport, which is all great achievements, but it's in the wrong location. And again, we don't know what's happening with Barcelona at the moment. And um, But do we really need a Grand Prix in Madrid when there's plenty of other good circuits that fans would love to return to? 4 one Eastern Istanbul Park, uh, Malaysia, uh, um, for example, just the two that come to my head that I personally would love to return to the sport. Um, So it's, yeah, it's, that's my little rant over, I should say.
0: (laughs) No, I think it's a fair point because the message that F1 is putting out to the fans and and anyone that will uh, care for for their opinion is that this is about chasing sustainability. The net zero carbon message they've been putting out for 2030 and Look, a a race like this in Madrid, with all the transport links that you've mentioned, one being quite close to the airport, and obviously bringing a race to the fans rather than expecting the fans to travel from all corners of the globe to go to a circuit that's two hours away from a city centre. They're all good things in terms of promoting sustainability. I feel, as a fan, whilst that's all good and well, I personally think that that's a bit of a cop-out to try and get more races on street circuits, to try and increase revenue as a result. Now, I know from a business perspective, that sounds like a great idea and and something you'd push for. But as a fan, I think we're starting to see a trend now under Liberty Media that we're seeing more and more street circuits. I think the Lasalli circuit in uh, in Qatar, obviously that's a bit of an outlier, but that wasn't a circuit that was purpose-built for Formula 1. And at the time... When we went there a couple of years ago, we were told that we were going to get a brand new circuit in Qatar for the 2023 race. Now, of course, we know that didn't happen. We ended up going back there anyway. So for me, I, I'm i with you on this one. And I think a lot of fans are against the idea of having more street circuits on the F1 calendar. I think Red Bull it was. They put out a poll for 30,000 people that voted in. I think 85% of them voted to have more permanent circuits rather than street circuits. Which
1: is shared by the world champion as well.
0: Exactly, and that's exactly the point I was going to make. Max Verstappen has been very vocal on that. Now, I think Liberty Media and F1 have to take that seriously. I mean, Stefano Domenicali has talked... Quite favorably about the prospect of having a race in Madrid. We've heard rumors that they might even consider trying to have a a street circuit in London. I'm not sure how realistic that is personally, but those those are the lines that we're hearing rather than having a race at somewhere like, let's say, Kailami, for example. I would like to think that Africa as a continent has a pretty decent F1 fan base, or at least one that is growing, and has every reason to expect a circuit there in the near too distant future. But again and again and again, we see new circuits come up almost out of nowhere and the trend remains that they're street circuits or have an element of a street circuit about it and, you know, they can't all be Vegas, for example. Vegas is very much an exception. It's a it's a huge opportunity for F1 to become much more marquee in the global sporting franchises that exist. Um, obviously, it's always going to be a huge opportunity to generate as much revenue as possible and kind of exemplify what makes F1 so glamorous I suppose in in the best way possible in the same way Monaco did but to a different degree in that regard but not every street circuit is like that we have for example the miamis which again is another race that will generate revenue but i think we saw in its second yearly that fans were starting to become increasingly frustrated there was Uh, inflate your ticket prices that some people weren't even buying there was freebies given to influencers that were going to go there and try and promote the circuit but that didn't necessarily work from a marketing perspective still no marina no and there's (laughs) still no water in the marina which personally i find utterly disgusting personally i'm surprised miami didn't do that for me it's i'm not even sure if that's enough quite frankly (laughs) but it would be a good start to try and win me over on that one to add water to the marina so um I guess, I guess my point is is that fans are starting to become less interested in street circuits and if Max Verstappen, the world champion who we know has been very vocal about his future in F1 has cited that the way F1 is going with more street circuits and some of the formatting with the rules and stuff like that it is making him fall out of love with the sport and that's a huge travesty because I'm sure he's probably not the only driver that shares that opinion
1: Yeah, um, I'm sure a lot of the drivers share that opinion um, obviously, just to the, the nature of a street circuit, you don't have the, the challenge that a dedicated circuit can bring, technically speaking, for the driving skills. Obviously, you can get street circuits that can be quite very fast, not not forget that back, I can't remember the, the top speed down the back street, but uh, they're probably up, up there at some of the fastest um, speeds of the Formula 1 cars can generate, so it's not just down to the speeds, but obviously I think that's more an exception than the rule, just because you don't have the kind of runoff needed for those kind of top speeds in most cities. Um, so and it's just not technically enjoyable and challenging. And you, you think from a street circuit layout, normally it's right angles. You don't have the, the nice high sp- uh, mid-speed um, corners and things like that, that you can find it a lot of dedicated circuits. So you go right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left. Which, I mean, drivers do that in their day-to-day driving, whether they want to do that for their... <laughs> For their sport um, which they all love and enjoy so and it doesn't always make good racing either um, so yeah it's I I, I think the drivers would be quite disappointed that the direction of the sport is going overall um, that's just my um, my guess although if the, the Madrid Grand Prix I know it's called the Spanish Grand Prix but if the Madrid Grand Prix was called the Fernando Alonso Grand Prix I'm sure he'd be very happy with that uh, uh, or not
0: yeah, I mean, well, I mean, they should call it the Carlos Sainz Grand Prix because he's a huge Real Madrid fan, isn't he? So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think he'd probably like that to have it named after him or something like that. But in a way, obviously, there does need to be a Spanish Grand Prix on the calendar. So I think in that context, that this is good news, at least. It's securing the future of the Spanish Grand Prix, at least until 2035. Um, and, you know, looking at the map itself and what's been proposed, I'm not a track expert but it doesn't look massively enticing in terms of a circuit that's going to generate a lot of overtaking. I mean, I hope I'm wrong because I'm sure a lot of people said that about Singapore and how many Singapore Grand Prix have we watched in the past have turned out to be boring or rubbish? Not many. So there is hope. My point is is that they're not all going to turn out to be races like the ones we've seen at Miami or, um, you know, Monaco races. There could be some exciting ones as well. So I think despite the fact that we've, probably critiqued it a lot more than tried to give it praise i think we need to be open-minded here and say look this could be a great addition to the circuit and we could enjoy it mostly because the alternative that we're still not aware of what the future of that race is going to be like and of course i'm talking about barcelona surely the race at catalonia now is under serious doubt of continuing beyond its current contract which i believe runs into and including 2026 so at least in 2026 we will have two spanish grand prix but the future of the Barcelona race could very much be in doubt after this new long-term deal for Madrid has been announced.
1: Yeah, it will be very much in doubt. Um, obviously, I don't know the, where the, the funding uh, for Madrid comes from. Um, but my understanding is there is some level of local government uh, funding for the circuit, um, which obviously has been financed apart from the central government, which Barcelona doesn't receive that kind of funding from the central government or, So it's very in, it's quite in doubt, and it's again a growing trend within Formula One. Yes, it only joined the calendar in '91, but that is still over 30 years of racing history that we still had several of the greats raced at this circuit. And it's a moving, it's a loss for Formula One if they lose Circuit de Catalunya and the history and the the heritage that we have with that circuit for being around for so long. With right, you don't have. The the really uh, drivers from the fifties and sixties and seventies were driving it. But you still had Senna, you still had Prost, you still had Schumacher, Michael. That is obviously you did have Ralph and Mick, but <laughs> they do not include in the great situation. Um, obviously, there's Lewis, there's Max, um, Kimi, and Mika, and Rosberg. Both of them, and it's uh, not both of them. I don't before. think Keki would. Have no, it was before that, Kecky yeah. retired. That was, before, um,
0: that was after his time. Yeah,
1: yeah. but. Um, so they're losing that heritage, which is again a shame for the fans, shame for the sport. Obviously, it'd be great if they can come to an independent deal, and they maybe call it the literally the the Catalan Grand Prix, which I'm sure the the separatists would love to have, to have it as a, <laughs> well, a Catalan not get Grand too Prix. Too political on this one. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> um, but it's the point is it's a shame to the sport if it's lost. Obviously, it's not confirmed. Um. I'm sure the organisers will try and still get a separate deal for the race. Um, But yeah, it's uh, definitely a watch that that space, but it's probably uh, be another loss for Formula 1.
0: Well, we're at the tipping point of how many races we can theoretically have on the F1 calendar. I mean, if we had no extra races or no races dropping out, we'd end up at 25 with the Madrid Grand Prix by 2026. So it's a tough one. I mean, Stefano Domenicali, the F1 CEO, has said that there is an existing good relationship with uh, the organisers at the Circuit de Catalunya, and they obviously would like for them to continue, but it looks to me that whilst contract negotiations, I'm sure, are ongoing for the future of the Spanish Grand Prix at Catalunya, I imagine the asking price, or at least the leverage, that Catalunya once had to be the only reasonable location for a Spanish Grand Prix is now probably eroded away now. With this Madrid deal. So if it is to continue, it's probably gonna to have to fork out the money for it. But um I, I mean I'm with you, I think it would be a loss for F1. But I can't really say as a fan that we've had many exciting Spanish Grand Prix over the last decade or so as these cars have gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. And then let's not kid ourselves, this is very much a Moto GP circuit, not an F1 circuit. We have to remember that, despite the fact that it's been on the F1 Canada for three decades now. And I think in the modern era of F1, Lee, where the cars, all right, they'll get a little bit smaller by 2026, but not enough, in my opinion, to really make fans sort of gather together and say, no, this is a great track. This is a great circuit with a lot of great overtaking, a lot of exciting racing. I just don't think you can make that argument for it. So we'll have to see what happens. But um, at the moment, we will have a Spanish Grand Prix beyond 2026. But it's very likely at this point in time, it's only going to be in Madrid. So we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, guys, that is the end of this emergency podcast on the future of the Spanish Grand Prix. We now know that Madrid is going to host a race from 2026 onward. What the future of the Catalunya Grand Prix in Barcelona will be, we'll have to wait and see. But uh, let us know your thoughts where you can on our socials and also... Uh, in the comment section. And don't forget as well to leave us a five-star review and follow the show if you are new. would really appreciate you supporting us on our F1 journey. But until next time, guys, we will be back with a new episode later this week where Lee and I will be making our predictions for the 2025 Formula One grid. Really exciting one. I'm really looking forward to sharing that with you guys. So until then, guys, take care. Please stay safe as always, and we'll see you in the next episode of the dnf1 f1 podcast and remember as always if you're not first you're probably dnf1 take care sports social podcast
1: network